0: back to the chicago tomahawk i'm mike and i got my lineman matt with me and today we're gonna go over the black latest game they've won i know it's 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 uh <laughs> it's something to talk about because they actually won a game i think they're on a pretty long slide there for a while five to two against columbus got some nhl news for you guys and a, you know a couple rumors that that me and matt heard recently that i didn't think that they had you know much weight behind him, but uh, we're going to talk about some Seth Jones rumors. But before I get into it, we have thirty percent off on our code Chicago Tomahawk at the Liquid IV uh, website right now. Anything you get on the website, Liquid IV, use code Chicago Tomahawk, and you'll get thirty percent off. Uh, I use the stuff; it's great. So head over there, and uh, and they'll take care of your hydration needs. So Matt, Blackhawks won a game. What did you see? In that, um, in, in this game, you know, the Blackhawks, Domi made a couple comments saying that, you know, nobody ever came to visit him in Columbus uh, while he was there. And now that he's in Chicago, you know, his whole family's in town for uh, the holidays. Um, did you did you hear what he said? That, you know, that Columbus is a shitty town or something?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I I mean, I heard him say that. I, I was kind of surprised he said that because it was two years of, sure. you know, COVID stuff. You couldn't really go visit anybody anyway. And he, he exactly wasn't lighting it up. You know, he was a bottom six guy and he wanted out. I, I was surprised he said that, but you know what? He, he backed up his words, and uh, he ended up getting that <laughs> yeah, first no goal, he's probably like, uh, You know, it's kind of funny, man. In. You know, he
0: doesn't seem like the burn-the-bridges type of a guy, but... Um,
1: it was bad oh, for him yeah. there. You know, yeah, you yeah definitely. Tell, Which was, is really funny, man. So you know, it's like,
0: you know, Johnny Goudreau, you know, going there, thinking this is the best chance that he has. Columbus isn't having that great of a season, and... Um, You know, Domi's over here kind of ripping the town, which I, you know, which to be honest with you, I I think it has like a bad look on you when you, when you, when you kind of rip a town, unless they have unduly, you know, kind of screwed you over in some way. You know, some organization has kind of screwed you over in a way. You know, say if you're like Kerry Price and you're like, hey, you know, I gave these guys, you know, my heart and soul for my whole career there. uh, And what did they do in return? They gave me 180 point score. <laughs> my my entire career there, I think I think uh, Colorado had four mm-hmm. 80 point scores last year, and um, and he was, you know he couldn't win a cup there because they couldn't they couldn't put a team in front of him. Do you think that you know organizations kind of um, yeah. do you think that they burn bridges as well as as players?
1: Well, yeah, like going back to uh, Johnny Goudreau, signing with them, <laughs> you know what, man? I I think, you know, he said he wanted to go back home or close to mm-hmm. home. I clearly, I think it was about the cash, and it is a it's a good place to actually live. If, if I mean, if you're not a an athlete, it's not really a a big pro NHL town, you know. But I guess it looked appealing to play with like a guy like Patrick Line he's a he's he's been hurt, and, you know he like I, I actually I remember um who who was on the broadcast with um uh, sure. was it was it uh Murray that game? Because I think he said, wow, Patrick Liney looks very disinterested in this game, and you could just tell that town is just uh they had some expectations this season, and you know it's not uh not really going well. and I actually engaged with a couple people from Twitter uh, about Columbus and, you know, it was, uh, it was friendly and everything and th- they actually want to tank for Bedard <laughs> as well. And they actually think they're going to get that pick, but it's crazy to think that, you know, when you just spent all this money for Johnny hockey, you extended Patrick line. you got some you know, good young players in the system too. You got that, uh, I think Cole Sillinger, who actually could have been a Blackhawk, but we, you know, we traded that pick for, um, Seth Jones so yeah I mean Elvis Murstika, or whatever I can't say his name correctly he's out and um, yeah. you know Zach Wierenski's out that's a huge piece two huge pieces so maybe it might be better to tank and get that go for the uh, Connor Bedard and can you imagine him with Johnny to to Hockey Columbus. for the next might couple pull seasons i
0: would be pretty
1: I don't think he, well, you don't have a choice, Eric up here, Eric Lindros. Well, I would only yeah. want that if it was a uh, Phoenix pick again. If it's like, okay, Phoenix Coyotes, you're up there, <laughs> and Counter Bedard <laughs> just stands up and says, don't bother. I i won't. <laughs> I'm not oh, playing. <laughs> I'll, I'll play juniors for the next three years or whatever. I, w- I wouldn't yeah, blame him. The whole Lindros thing, going back to that, man, that was a disaster. He... They actually, he had an interview a couple of years ago talking about it. He goes, I just didn't want to play for the owner. I had nothing, nothing to do with the city and everything. It's like that owner was just uh, very terrible to his players and stuff. And I, I didn't know anything about the Nordiques, really. I'm, I only know like a couple of players like Joe Sakic was like, you know, their guy. And they well, had I think to they got to four Colorado players that being, were on that you know, cup re- team really good for a while. that Eric so.
0: Lindros trade alone.
1: Right. Well, the Eric Lindros was a trade yep. with Philadelphia. He was part of correct? that. So, I think Forsberg, right, was included. Yeah, I mean, it worked out for Colorado or the the Nordiques franchise. So, Philly, is, Philly I don't I I don't think I've ever seen Philly even get close. I think the closest year was uh, with Ronick Amani, Jamnoff and I think they lost to well, the they, Lightning. Put, they was lost the Blackhawks. That was in the closest I've ever That's seen. That's pretty close
0: they were
1: oh wow i forgot wow that was a bad well yeah that's crazy wow i can't believe i forgot that michael layton michael layton the starting goalie wow you're right he he, but i mean like
0: over his ability
1: yeah i can't believe i forgot a philly that's how crazy you forget the teams they beat you know I mean, I, I remember Boston. That was a good series, but Philly. I just feel like, yeah, it was well, you just know, Danny, Chris Danny. Pronger. I think Danny Briere. <laughs> all was they a, had. W- was a really so, underrated crazy. superstar. I can't believe I, I forgot NHL. about that.
0: You know, I think that he was really consistent his whole career.
1: You know what, though, they had no business being there. That's what's amazing. I can't believe I forgot that. That's insane. Oh, That's dude, like they my favorite Stanley Cup team, the 2010 Hawks, and I forgot who they. That was the best team, but damn, man! Like th- that team had no business being there. I think Boston was up. I think weren't the Bruins up three nothing, three games nothing. They were on a tough them. team, man. I think Philly came back and won the next four. They they were. I you know I'm really I'm not giving them enough respect. I can't believe that, but I mean back in the day when we were kids, yeah, like, The Legion they were powerhouses. The like. Lindros, Leclaire, yeah. Ron Hextall. And they can never, they never get and it done. Then they get Jeremy <laughs> Roenick, another stud, and Amani. No, they Jamnoff. had him
0: at the same time as Roenick Dude, and Dude, I, I
1: like Jamnoff. He was he was underrated. Yeah. The the Blackhawk line, yeah, the Black, yeah. Wow, yeah, I got I got to give Philly some l- a little bit more respect. I apologize. You so, know, but, we completely digressed I mean, on Jesus, that one. That's
0: crazy. <laughs> what did you? Uh, what could what- what stood out on Sorry, that, uh, that 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 blue jackets <laughs> win like did you see like the defense kind of coming together a little bit do, do you like the offense kind of clicking a little bit or do, were they just playing a uh, a bad team i, I s-
1: you know what man i give stale a yeah. lot of credit he's a good goalie man he he's a competitor he i think he kept the hawks in it and the defense i'm not sold on at all i think they watched the puck too much they they let guys around him very easily. Connor Murphy, I'm tough on him. I, know, I don't know if you're a fan of him. I know a couple couple seasons ago you had a nice little article about him. Mm. And, you know, he had some promise, but I just feel like he's useless out there. Jake McCabe tries. You know, he he's physical. Seth Jones is just Seth Jones. He'll skate it and
0: try yeah. to produce
1: offense. But really, in, in his own zone, he's not that great. But for me, it was the offense. And we... It was a physical game there was a lot of scrums that <laughs> felt like a you know like a little bit of a playoff game. They were after every whistle fight, and I think Boris Kachuk was uh he was reckless out there, man. he was taking some kind of some bad carcillo like penalties you know like penalties at the wrong time, you know when you you're up you got a good you got yeah. a good lead and you give up a goal because of a stupid undisciplined penalty. but Kaner and Tave stood out. Uh, I think Kaner played with a lot of confidence. Shooting the puck, I, he's only got like five goals, man. That's that's not like Kaner at this time. You know, by Christmas, yeah, usually he's close to like at least fifteen, twenty. So I'm glad he's he's got to shoot more. I know he's 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 getting a lot of chances. So the one game he was doing everything. It's like he, he couldn't could get the puck up, which is he, typically a problem that he doesn't in. have. And uh, Taves looks confident. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. What's it's it's got to be weighing on him, man. When you when you lose this much, it's like it's just not fun. You know, you put on the skates and you're like, oh man, we're seven game losing streak, to eight yeah. games, ten. We can't freaking buy a win. It's not fun. I got no one to pass to. Yeah, I don't have a cat anymore who just buries everything I give him. And it's got to be tough. Five on them. goals, but, twenty uh, assists on the season can for Keener.
0: Twenty five points. How was it? Thirty three games played so far,
1: Matt. Yeah, I think he's, Let yeah, me look that up really five goals, quick, uh, 20 assists, yes. I think around whatever how many it was, 33 30, 30, 30 or 32. He He's going to get the assists, man. You know, that's a given. He'll probably get, I'm still thinking he's going to get close to 50 assists right. no matter what. Um, I, the goals are going to be gosh, dang it, way man. down.
0: You know, whenever I, I'm looking for something like the, you know, like the, their, uh, the record comes right up, and, you know, I'm just getting a blank right now. But uh, I'll keep looking. Um, oh, wait, no. They've played about 40 games, 25 points. That's not like Keener. He's usually- Record a- for the Hawks? Yeah, they're 32 games played. No, the Hawks games eight, 20, and 4. So uh, 25 points yeah. in 32 games. He's typically a yeah. point per player, a point per game player or above. Uh, so, no, he's not necessarily hitting those marks that he's typically hit. But then then again, I
1: mean, look at the team that he's on. <laughs> He'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, the poor guy, he's got no one to pass to. You know, Max Domi, you know, he's a likable guy. He's no. a gritty guy. But he's not an Alex DeBrincat, you know. He he's not gonna. He's not a finisher like that. And I don't know it, it. Obviously, Domi. He's happy. He's playing with world superstar Patrick Kane. His number is yeah. gonna go up. And hey, I'm gonna get a paycheck next season. Yeah. Maybe a couple more years. You know, it looks good. James is having for a Kane, year this year. Here. He needs that elite shooter. Yeah, he looks. I think he's leading the team in goals now. I think he's at 11 or something, but. He looks better. I I, do. I, I like him and uh, uh Kane playing together. I think that that Kane deserves it. He needs a guy that has a little skill and you know can win a right. face off and Kane's game is possession. You win the face off right. right there, you got Kane right. already has got the advantage. So, so uh, I, think I think they've been playing huge. well
0: to, uh, uh, both Taves and Kane have been playing well. You know, obviously um Taves doesn't have all the responsibility that he used to have and I think that that's that's been really good for his game and to kind of free him up a little bit and maybe give a little bit more time, you know, on his body. I was watching some of the, some of the playoff series, um, you know, that the Blackhawks won on Christmas, um, that was on NBC sports, you know, and, um, oh. man, dude, did these guys put on some yeah, miles. Boston, uh, you know, I, I watched them. that one yesterday. And, right. uh, yeah. it's nice to see Taves uh, produce at this time when a lot of people were kind of writing him off. Um, with the Blackhawks, the way that they are right now, the way that they're built, they're obviously not winning. Which leads into essentially what this team is supposed to be. They're not supposed to be a team that's contending for a playoff spot. They're supposed to be a team that's contending for that number one, uh, you know, that number one draft pick that's coming up. That one coveted draft pick that's coming up, uh, you know, this off season. Now, I think if they get a pick within like the top three, they'll be solid. But you want to get that Connor Bedard pick. How do you think that based on the rest of the NHL and how some of these other bad teams are playing, you know, namely, you know, the Ducks, you know, obviously Columbus is there, how some of these other teams are looking to score or try
1: to be in the best position to get this draft pick? Well, yeah, I mean, I just hope Phoenix, or I keep saying Phoenix, yeah. but Arizona, They are so stockpiled with first round picks. They got, and they're playing young. That's their strategy. They're kind of throwing the young guys out. The Hawks aren't doing that. They're signing like, you know, old school veteran guys and veteran goaltenders like Stalock and Mirazik to get, you know, to to compete, but to not win, it seems like. But Phoenix, I think, is, they're doing another thing. They're taking on, you know, big salary just to get out of the cap basement. But, I think Columbus, it was an accident. I mean, I I think injuries hurt him. But now, if you're, you know, you're looking like, hey, there's no way. There's no way we're going to make it. So maybe, uh, maybe they'll, you know, send some guys down. I don't think they should, but like that Cole Sillinger, he's good, young, kind of, you don't want to rush these guys. And I think I was talking to this one guy about it, and he goes, How come all, like, your young prospects aren't up right now? I'm like, well, I think the Hawks are taking a very different stance since, you know, the Kirby Doc thing I said. Because um, he had a lot of promise. Uh, He's still a good player, Kirby Doc. He is. It just didn't work out here, and and you got to blame the management. They ruined it. And he goes, wow, I never thought of that. And I said, well, we got how many players on Team Canada? I think four, correct, from the Hawks? I think it's... uh, Doc, uh, D- Colton, Doc Del Maestro, right. uh, and, and, and Nolan, and and Kaczynski Nolan Kaczynski Allen. Nolan are
0: as- actually playing in juniors and together. Three, um, and apparently these guys are
1: getting a lot of um, they're a lot of chemistry. And the same pair. That's that's great news because I think Nolan Allen is, uh, if you, yeah. <laughs> I guess you could say he's kind of going to be like your siebes. Right. And then you got your Korczynski who's kinda, you know, gonna be like your Keith. So and then you got another kid. This other kid, Del Maestro, I didn't know too much about him until, you know, last couple of weeks. I've been looking into him. I saw that he made the team and he's a he's in the top six or the the, the sixth pairing. And I, I believe Colton Doc is I think he barely made the team, but he's on the team. I don't know if he's playing, but that's a good sign for the Hawks, and I and I like what they're doing, preaching patience. And I think a lot of teams, like Columbus, they're they're bringing these kids up because they got nothing else. And that just that would make me nervous after watching how what happened to Kirby Doc. I would be patient and and I like what they're doing with Lucas Reichel. So. I think the Hawks do have hope. They I want to got let everybody know that it's, it's never gonna, too early to
0: play holiday music. And it's never too early to start thinking about gifts. Whether it's for a friend or the friends of your in your pants, you can make this a season to be jolly with Manscaped. Do your little drummer boy a favor and use the lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add in Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking, <laughs> "All I want for Christmas is you." Santa cares about his sack, and you should too. Look nice when you're when you get naughty by going to Manscaped.com and use our code Tomahawk20 for free shipping and 20% off. Personally, I've used this lawnmower 4.0, and it's a hell of a lot better than uh, using an old pair of uh, old pair of clippers. So go on ahead, go to Manscaped, uh, Manscaped.com, use our code Tomahawk 20, and uh, you get 20% off off of anything on the website. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, especially with uh, you know Colton Dock, a lot of people are like, oh, we're you know we're just drafting siblings here, you know, because we took on Caleb yeah. Jones when we got Seth Jones, you know. But Col, you know, in Colton Dock's own right, man, he's actually a, a, a pretty good player. He's got a, a nose for the puck, and from what I've seen from him play in these, you know, like these kind of prospect um, games that they have right before the season starts between Minnesota and the Blackhawks. They've been doing this the past couple of years. Uh, he's he has stood out to me, and um, I, I think that he, if he gets, you know, the proper development man he could be a good number three number two center uh for the blackhawks and if you want to complete for a stanley Cup, man you have to have at the bare minimum three solid centers oh, yeah. three really good centers uh and because obviously it helps with your possession game so uh actually i'm looking forward to his development man um drew camesso i'd like to see more on him you know i know a lot of people are pretty high uh on the kid um goaltender right? yeah. could. Uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't uh, seen I, much believe... of them.
1: And I'm, you know me, man. I'm, I love oh, goalies. Yeah, I, I love them, but I just haven't yeah. seen much. I know I heard a lot of hype, but I, it's just hype. I want to see, you know, like a, yeah. a showcase, like you said, those prospects games and stuff like that. I like to, when they, they used to do the Traverse City uh, prospect tournament. The Hawks used to be in that tournament, and you got a really good look at these guys. And I just haven't seen much of uh, Drew Camesso yet.
0: Yeah, he's he's playing for I think Boston College, so more than likely he's going to have to do some time in the AHL. That's scary to me. Korchinski, Korchinski, I could see making the jump straight to the NHL because um, we've talked about this at length before. In juniors, these guys play more of a um, it's more of a similar type of schedule compared to the NHL, um, comparative to college where they only play like two games a week or something yep. like that, or maybe one game on Saturday, uh, you know, for college, but. Um, so i could totally see him possibly making the team uh next I year i thought he
1: could have made it this year oh. yeah he, he looks yeah, so I, good he looks so confident he but he did man they're like I, like i said the, that the whole Kirby doc effect we'll call it they're not they're not playing games anymore they want to do it right and you know you got to yeah. you got to respect that because they're taking the right approach with it i think actually if they did call him up and he did make the team i think they would lose him uh, well, not lose him, but lose a year to free to unrestricted free agency or something. Right. So it's kind of a smart move to just get all you can out of these prospects.
0: Yeah, and kind of get them all get them all in at the same time with the the least amount of cap hit. Yep. So, uh, which which kind of you know kind of leads to like something I wanted to talk about. You know, the cap is going to go up from today. In about uh, three years, the cap is going to be up to about 92 million. Today it's at about 82 million. I think the Blackhawks are obviously building up to this point to have a competitive team that is. Not just, you know, looking for a playoff spot, but I think looking to make a deep run within the next three years. And they're looking to do it by stocking up some kid talent and looking to lure some high-end free agency talent. Matt, I'm just going to throw this out there. It may sound completely freaking insane, but listen to this. (laughs) Connor McDavid in three years does not win a Stanley cup with Edmonton. Why would he want to stay there when he can go to somewhere like Chicago, a town where he knows that the, you know, the organization would pay him. They have a great facility and he's got a young hungry team that is ready to take the next step to be, um, to try to make a, a push for a Stanley cup. Do you think that a high end talent, like, like, uh, You know, say McDavid or Matthews, or even Austin. I I thought you were going
1: to say Matthews.
0: Yeah, I'm no. Well, I'm. I'm just. No, I actually, i generally between Matthews, like these high end talent guys who haven't won in Toronto under the microscope in Toronto. He's like, you know what? I just want to get the fuck out of here. You know, it's brutal here, you know, or, um, you know, maybe even a Mitch Marner looking for, you know, another role somewhere else. Could you see the Blackhawks luring top end talent like that?
1: Absolutely. And like you said, they're going to be in a position to give the guy what he wants and he'll play on a good team, kind of like Marian Hossa. Like right. you, you got the money, you got the young talent kind of waiting to get in that extra piece, you know, like that final piece. And yeah, right. man, I, I could see McDavid absolutely wanting out. I think their window is three more seasons, uh, maybe, maybe even two. But he's got to win. The guy wants to win. He's doing everything he can. I mean, this guy is, he's scoring, I think he's at 30 goals already.
0: Yeah, and they yes. were, I think he's at They were calling him,
1: "Oh, you're." you're I think it was at biz moron who was saying, "Oh yeah, he, you're not much of a shooter, but I noticed you're shooting more." And he goes, "Well, dude, I scored forty last year. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, like <laughs> you, you're so used to seeing his assists, but this guy can shoot. This guy could put up goals, and I, yeah. I, he's putting up assists. I would, I think, I would love to get a guy like him. Anybody would, but the, I think yeah. the Hawks and these like teams like the Ducks." You know, maybe uh, another lower team like Montreal, they're kind of building. Like, they'll spend money on it because they'll have it and they're a good young team. They're going to be really good. Give them a couple seasons. Right. And with Matthews. And so when you were talking about that, I actually heard somebody say this. It's like, hey, Austin Matthews is going to be a Blackhawk. I'm like, what the hell are you talking huh. about? He goes, Patrick Kane's going to resign cheap. He's going to want to play with Kane. And I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> dude, whatever. And I, I heard this on a radio station. And I then he goes, Austin Matthews just signed a huge deal with like a Goose Island thing, like partnership with it. And I'm like, really? Huh, that's kind of weird. It's, you know, Chicago based. And uh, yeah. he goes, if they don't win in Toronto, he will be a Blackhawk. And I'm like, huh. And it, it makes you think like, okay. So what if Kane decided he wants to stay, and they give him, like, a—I always say this, a three-year, six-mill, mil, 18000000 million contract. You get Hmm. Conor Bedard. I was
0: thinking 21, but yeah. You get
1: Conor Bedard, and Kaner's going to play with this kid kind of like, hey, you're going to live with me the next three years. You're going to learn what Chicago's all about. And then free agency comes. Austin Matthews like, yeah, I want to play with you boys. I I want to play with an elite little sniper, and I want the best American passer of all time. And I'm like, wow. And then Jonathan Taves this is like, sounds brilliant.
0: Um, I'll play, I'll play a third, fourth line shutdown role, and no nobody's gonna fucking score. I'll, I'll be like chemo teaming. Or, or. It. Just
1: call me up when you need me. You know, at that point, or or even give yeah. me the assistant GM job at that time. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what you think about that stuff. It's like you're yeah. living in like an NHL, like whatever EA sports fantasy, like, wow, his deal's up in three years. I'm I'm gonna make a huge pitch and get him. You know, something like that. But hey, it could happen, man. Like if, it's a good if you
0: really think about that, man. The leadership that if Taves and Kane were to be around, man, they could provide the leadership for a squad like that to win a cup. Absolutely. The
1: more every day passes, I think more and more like, okay. I, I put myself in like the position of the GMs of all the teams that are interested in Kane. I'm like, okay, am I gonna give up two first round picks, maybe a prospect, and maybe a third round pick for a guy who's gonna play 20 season games and maybe maybe win a Stanley Cup. And that's a big maybe. You know, it depends on the yeah. whole team. It's it's a it's risky when I, hey, I could just wait till next season, July 1st, and give him a you know, give him a deal, and if he likes it, he can come here for free, and I, I can keep my guys. Right. So, I mean, as, as a fan, a Hawks fan, it's like, hey, you know what? I would like to get more picks, but I think just out of the respect for, you know, the guy who got drafted here, he, you know, he gave everything. He built this club. He <laughs> gave everything. He Three Stanley Cups. I was happy with one, and then I got two more. I got to see two more in <laughs> my life. And I mean, can you believe it, man? Can you believe saying it? I do, I've never thought before 2008 when we drafted Taves and then Kane, I, I'm like, we're never going to win. We're going to be like the damn Cubs. It's going to be like a hundred years. <laughs> it easily could have been. It could have been. Yeah. It, it just yeah. worked out. And now the Leafs are the Cubs. You know, they're, they're in the same boat. Like it's, it's cursed. Like they can't get over it. But going back to Kane, I mean, I, 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 kind of, I want him to stay. And then I, yeah. I would rather him sign. I sent you an article the other day. Remember that? He's saying, he, he says he loves playing here. He would love to take the next step and move into a front office job with the Blackhawks after his career. It's almost like, hey, I don't want to leave. I just yeah. sign me for my remaining years. And when I'm done, move me up to the office and let me help out. I'm yeah. telling you, man. I've said know, it before. I, I know you have.
0: He's happy with the, You know, he's happy with the life that he has here. You know, he gets to play hockey, which is which is what he loves. Yeah. He just loves to play hockey. You know, I yeah, he is a winner and he wants to play competitively. But when he comes home at the end of the day, he's got his wife and his kid. Who knows? I'm sure that they're going to look to have another one. Yeah. You know, sure. she's probably she seems like a, a nice down to earth girl that you know kind of you know keeps him kind of grounded in a way where it's like you know there's nothing for you there's nothing for you out there to chase you know maybe he has a really good home life and he's like you know what this is uh, this is cool you know I don't want to go to New York he's a king and here what I, <laughs> yeah. yeah what am I going to do you know he goes outside here in Chicago you know the, the you know the seas part for oh yeah him him, you know? him
1: Jordan and Ditka could go anywhere they want to get and they're not paying a cent for anything, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, you know, really interesting, man. Uh, You know, the Blackhawks, I think, have just set themselves up. They have a lot of defensive, you know, back-end talent that they are, you know, they've drafted a ton of guys, and they've got a ton of prospects that they're looking to kind of build this blue line with, you know? And um, all that they need to do is get a few offensive guys, That you know that they can just buy essentially because they're going to have a ton of kids on on small contracts, and um, they can spend some money. I mean, look for them to say, "Hey, Connor, do you want to come to Chicago for fifteen million (laughs) a year?" Hey, hey, um, Austin, do you want to come to uh, want to come to Chicago for fifteen million a year and be a a fucking king in this in this city? You know, Um, and they'll tell him, dude. I'll tell you what, man. Chicago, they love their sports. Their sports players, man, they do. They love their their their, uh, their legends, you know. So, um, so yeah, yeah, really interesting, really interesting hypothetical talk. Um, really quickly, I want to get into this rumor about Seth Jones that um, that you brought up to me that I thought was really interesting about the Hawks looking to possibly deal him to um, to deal him to Ottawa. Matt, do you think that? That it's on the table to move Seth Jones.
1: I, if you're the Hawks, yes. If someone's calling and it's a fair deal, maybe a little retain cap. I, I, I like Seth Jones. I do, but if someone wants to pay, I, I think you got to pull the trigger.
0: Hmm. You know, I I was under the impression, and yes, this was a Stan Bowman move, that he was going to be, you know, the future of the blue line for the Chicago Blackhawks. Them moving him, it's kind of like, well, so what's up? (laughs) You know, kind of in a way. He
1: had a good year last year. Not saying, you know, the team was not good. The team's not that good this year, obviously. And if someone like Ottawa, I think they've been lacking a guy. You know, having a guy like that for many years now and ever since uh, my favorite forward, Eric Carlson, left, <laughs> you need a guy who can do that. I'm not saying he's good as Carlson, but he, you know, he could play. Seth Jones is a good player, good skater. And I, that game I went to my first game back in a long time, I noticed his skating ability. It's amazing. Uh, I, I would definitely, as Ottawa's saying, hey, we'll give you a prospect and a first round pick for him and we need you to take on like 25% of his cap for the next four or five years, whatever, I think I would do it, dude. I think I would. If, if it gets us another first-round pick, Ottawa's not, you know, they're not that good this year either. They had some expectations. Yeah, so that would be a good first-round pick for you.
0: In all honesty, that's a squad that was looking to take that next step. Yep. They signed to Brinkett. you know. They they got a an, a good line going there, man. And they are not hitting any of
1: their expectations. No, they got Brady Kachuk, who's been okay. Uh, they got Claude Giroux, you know. I like I, I don't give like I said I didn't give Philly enough respect, but you know, if, if Giroux is not the same guy he was. You know, he's he's got a thousand points I think in this league. I think he's got a thousand games. He's a good player. But uh, he's you know he's over the hill. But look at the last deadline. Florida gave a first round pick to Philly for him, and a top prospect. That's just insane to me. Yeah, and it makes me think like okay, Claude Giroux just got a first round pick. They well, Florida gave up a first round pick and their top prospect Owen Power. What the hell is Patrick Kane going to get if it happens? I mean, he deserves three first round picks. You know what I'm saying? And well, Seth Jones easily could bring in i i think it just if you want him i i think he got it i think he's worth the first round pick i to me he is i i yeah, I, I think so i don't I, I don't know if it would be the smartest decision for them but at least ottawa would know like hey we're getting a guy who has got a lot of games in the nhl he knows what he's doing and if they really like him they're gonna do it and if ryan reynolds is gonna buy the team he said he's spending up to the cap I don't know if you heard anything about wow. that. He he wants to make Ottawa a team that's like the Toronto Maple Leafs are spending and they're going for it every year. It always seems like they're at the bottom or they're kind of like a Milwaukee Brewers type team. Like, we're not going to spend, we're a small market team, blah, blah, blah. And I, I think Ryan Reynolds wants them to be, you know, like an elite force to be reckoned with.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's got a good business mind man he seems to do well in the businesses that he um that he ventures into uh he doesn't too stray too far from his personality you oh, know yeah. which is which is good for him but um but i would definitely take him seriously if if he's looking to head a you know a like a um uh Initiative to, to buy this team, be getting a group of, group of guys together to put in uh, for the money to do it. I know it's going to take a lot oh, of yeah. cash, but.
1: Well, going. Now, here's the real question Is Alex DeBrinkett going to resign with those guys? I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so.
0: Do you think he would have done it already?
1: Yes, I think he would have done it. And him not potting in the goals like he was doing, I think that's kind of hurting him. He is getting assists. He's actually pretty, doing pretty well with his assists, but he's a shooter, man. And it would be kind of funny if he came back, wouldn't it? Like, hey, you yeah, know what? Well, I think I want to play with Patrick Kane again. <laughs> it just it made yeah. my it made my I had, I had fun. Had fun my numbers were good, and <laughs> it was just it were they were they were bros, man.
0: And I was a king in Chicago. Yeah.
1: And if you like, I said we land that first round pick. It's gonna be Connor Bedard, and I think the other kid, uh, what's his name? Adam Fantelli, or was that it? Um, Something. Uh, he, gosh, he's on he Team can't... Canada by yeah, the way those yeah. two tried the Michigan move today in the game they both, they both uh, failed okay. and they both the, the Team Canada ended up getting dropped 5-2 to Chechnya or whatever it was I forget oh, so if the Hawks can get him Connor Bedard I can see a lot of players um, you know hey I want to go play in Chicago again this kid's going to be a stud and actually, Patrick Kane even said in this like prospect showcase they had with all the NHL players, like a camp type of thing, he goes, he was the one kid I noticed, and I, he couldn't, he really stood out even with NHL players there. He's like, this kid really stood out, and I, he's going to be an elite player for the next couple of years. So that's another thing in my head, like, well, okay, Kaner, Kaner notices this kid, <laughs> maybe Kaner's going to want to stay, and maybe Kaner. Like we'll resign when it's official after this draft lotto, whoever gets it, maybe we'll get more on Kane. You're like, okay, first round picks are is ours. Yep, yeah, give me that four year deal. I'm in.
0: Yeah, yeah. All I got to do is pass the puck. Oh, all I got, he scored <laughs> a goal tonight, Kaze man. Like, Very good. Tease is like, all I got to do is win faceoffs. No oh. problem.
1: <laughs> well, he scored a really At one nice point goal this tonight. Season,
0: at one point this season, he was at like seventy percent from the dot, man. He's
1: the best faceoff man in the NHL. Tape. Yeah, he, that's a fact. I think right now, I don't have the stat, but the last, you know, every game we we hear it from Vosters. Every time somebody scores two, he still pisses me off. It's he shoots, he scores. <laughs> it's not a shot in a score. It's he shoots, <laughs> he scores.
0: <laughs> right. Well, all right, everybody. That's all that we got for you tonight. Uh, just some hockey talk for you. Uh, Want to wish everybody happy holidays. Hope everyone had a happy holiday. Um, just great time of year. Great time that I, I appreciate with my family. I hope everybody else had a, had a great time with their their holiday. Be sure to um, go to the uh, Liquid IV site, get thirty percent off, and uh, everybody have a great have a great night. This is a tomahawk. We're out of here.